This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. When there's no traffic congestion and you're driving on a 400 series highway, do you drive the speed limit? Be honest. You may abide by the law and chug along nicely at the legal limit of 100 kilometers an hour, but there are those of you who would like to see the legal limit raised. But what's appropriate? 110 kilometers an hour, 120, even 130? Well, one group called Stop100.ca is advocating for a change in the speed limit to between 100 and 20 and 130 kilometers an hour. And the members would like to see it tested on the part of the East 407 extension, which opens this year. In fact, spokesman Chris Klimek has written the premier about this with the backing of 40,000 supporters. We'd like to hear your reaction to this idea, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. We'll also get reaction from Brian Patterson of the Ontario Safety League and OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. But first, let's start with Chris Klimek himself. Good afternoon, Chris. Uh, Hello, Jane. So why the push for a higher speed limit? Well, drivers are, are sort of tired of, of, of being called lawbreakers and being called violators for doing nothing unsafe. So when you open a brand new piece of highway, okay, like the 407 extension, and you're posting 100 kilometers an hour speed limit on it, you know that 90 to 95% of all the people entering that highway will be lawbreakers. It absolutely makes no sense. Uh, and statistically, uh, 60 jurisdictions around the world uh, post between 120 and 130 kilometers an hour on their highways. There's no reason why we should be different and why we should be calling myself or you, Jane, a speeder or lawbreaker for simply driving at a safe and reasonable highway speed. Is there actual evidence that 90 to 95 percent of drivers, so in other words, nine out of 10 drivers in the scenario you're describing, are pushing the speed limit? They're going higher than 100 kilometers an hour. Absolutely. I would say probably even 99 or 100 percent are going 101 and above. Remember, our speed limit is very low. Okay? Even the trucks are limited at 105. So even the trucks can go 101, 102, 103. However, you do look at the scientific evidence, and this is what we sent to the minister and to the premier. In fact, it's quite funny because we send them their own data. So their own data from many different highways around the province uh, have measured the what's called 85th percentile speed at 127 kilometers an hour, okay? 127. What this means is that voluntarily, 85% of drivers, 85, that's why it's called 85th percentile, are not exceeding 127 kilometers an hour, which means they're driving anywhere between 110, 115, 125, up to 127. So that's one argument. People are driving much faster, up to about 127 kilometers an hour. Second argument is the actual design speed of the highway. Our highways are not designed, including the 407 extension, by the way, 
they're not designed for 95 or 100 kilometers an hour, as the speed limit would suggest. They're actually designed, and we have a statement from the MTO. This is the official data, official information from the government. They are actually designed for 120 kilometers an hour. So it is completely uh, understandable to me how you can post the speed limit and expect people not to break it if the highway is designed for much higher speed than you're posting on a speed limit. But Chris, why would why would the government or the ministry design a highway for a speed that's much higher than what they insist should be the legal limit? I mean, uh, unfortunately, the Minister of Transportation could not be with us today, Stephen Del Duca, but his office did send over a statement saying that in 2012, speed limits on 400 series highways were reviewed in detail. At that time, the decision was made not to raise speed limits. Right. They haven't provided any any evidence of this to us. We have tried repeatedly. We, had, we said, what stretches of, stretches of highway have you analyzed? What speeds have you found? What crash statistics have you found? What evidence do you have that posting what other countries, 60 countries around the world, are posting 120, 130 kilometers an hour on the same highways or actually much more inferior highways to ours? So the minister hasn't responded to any of those questions. So whenever they say they've analyzed the speed limit or they've, you know, they've reviewed it, that probably doesn't hold too much water. Okay? The evidence is pretty clear. The highways are not designed for 100 there's a design for higher speeds. Okay, number one. Number two, people are not driving at 95 or 100. We all know that. All your listeners are right now laughing because we know we're not driving when conditions permit, obviously. We're not driving at 95 or, 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 or 100 kilometers an hour. We are driving closer to 120, 125, 130, which is confirmed by the official statistics. Okay, Chris, so I, just, I have one question for you, and then I'm going to th- let the listeners uh, begin to give their reactions to, to your proposal to raise the speed limits. We've got a full bank of lines here already. Um, is, is, would there not be the theory that if you raise the speed limit to 120 or 130, you are then going to get drivers who will go that much more over those speed limits than what they're doing now above 100? It might seem counterintuitive to, 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 uh, to logic, uh, what I'm going to say, but no, the answer is no. And the reason is actually very, very simple. People never drive faster than they feel comfortable with. So no matter what sign you post on a speed limit sign, nobody wants to have a crash. Nobody wants to die. These are official words from the engineering manuals. 85% of drivers will intuitively choose a safe and prudent speed, no matter what is posted on a speed limit sign. And I also have evidence from uh, BC, for example. BC raised the speed limits. They've seen no speed change. Uh, Utah, Pennsylvania, Georgia. Texas, Montana, Ohio, all of these states have provided statements from the police and from the government saying that the speeds have not changed when the limits were increased. Okay, we're speaking with Chris Klimek of uh, Stop100.ca. Your reaction now to his group's proposal to raise the speed limit to between 120 and 130 kilometers an hour, at least for starters, on the eastern extension of the 407, part of which is opening this year. Carol from Toronto, you're first up here on Fight Back. What do you say? Carol, go ahead. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, I just wanted to make my two cents worth here. Uh, I just came back from driving predominantly in the United States, and it would have been about 1,600 kilometers on the thruway and in cities and small towns. I did not see a single accident. 
until I crossed back into Canada on the QEW. And a Sunday afternoon, lovely sunshine, good weather, and all hell broke loose. People were cutting you off, and there were cars all over the road, massive accidents. We cannot handle, what point I'm trying to make, uh, over 100 kilometers here. I don't care who goes over. We can't handle it. The mentality of the drivers is rude um, and just disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And yet, Carol, the speed limit on most of the major highways in the U.S., or on many of them, is 70 miles an hour. Well, the true way, it's about, I went at about 110. Right. Okay. So, I mean, there is that argument that maybe we could raise our speed limit from the equivalent of 62 miles an hour, which is what we're at right now, 100 kilometers an hour, up to up to 110, which would be more equivalent to what they do in the United States. Um, If we want to compare Canada with Canada, I've driven a lot in Alberta. The highway between Highway 2 between Calgary and Edmonton mm-hmm. is a lovely highway, and it, the speed is 110. Right. And you can go at 110, not have a problem. I've never seen two accidents on that street. Everybody be, um, you know, they adhere to the rules of the road. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, no, I thank you for your call. They do not. Yeah, great call. What do you think about that, Chris? We take baby steps and go to 110 first. One of the points uh, that your caller brought up is actually quite valid. One is valid and one, I have to say, is invalid. So so I will be 50-50 on here, okay? The very valid point is that, yes, drivers are being more aggressive. And you know why they're being more aggressive? Because they refuse to accept the speed limit. It is an actual theory that is confirmed by the engineers. If you post a very low speed limit, people find out that it has nothing to do with safety, so they have to guess their own speed. They don't know if it's 115, 120, 130, or 140 that is safe because the government is treating the maximum limit as the minimum limit, basically, because they're posting it so low, you and I and your caller are refusing to cooperate with this limit, so we have to find out whatever limit we think is safe. So we're frustrated. we're frustrated drivers. Right, absolutely. And the okay. second point that actually I have to disagree with your caller is statistically Ontario has actually some of the safest highways in the entire North America. So she will be uh, probably surprised to hear that. Uh, I have to apologize for that. But if you look at the uh, Ontario Road Safety Statistical um, Annual Reports, which are published every year by the Ministry of Transportation, we have the safest or number two in safety uh, roads in the entire continent and number one in Canada. So we are actually statistically much safer, despite whatever your caller has been observing, which, by the way, is a result of a, of a low speed limit. Okay. Lane discipline actually improves much greater the higher the speed limit. Okay, John and Collingwood, what would you like to say about increased speed limits on Fight Back with Libby? Hi, Jane. Yes, I would, I would agree with Chris that the speed limit is a joke in Ontario, on the 400 series highways because everyone goes faster than 100 kilometers an hour, uh, most people. And uh, the issue, I think, is let's raise them to 125. However, we have to link that with better, or not, not better, but more enforcement because we don't want people to, as they do now, to say, well, the police aren't gonna stop me if I'm not going 15 kilometers over. Uh, so I can do that safely, and if everybody's going 125, I can do that. Um, I think, and, and Carol's point, in the states, yes, we have 70-mile-an-hour uh, roads, but I just drove back from, from Florida, and I see a whole lot more 
state police uh, on the highways coming back from Florida than I ever do in Ontario. And I think that there has to be kind of this whole mentality of I can go safely over 20 kilometers and the police aren't going to stop me. There has to be some kind of a, a program to say, that's over, folks. We have raised your limits to 125, and we really do mean 125. So, uh, you know, if you're going 130, you might get stopped. Well, that's an interesting perspective. And I just uh, I want to wrap up. Thank you, John, and Collingwood. I want to wrap up here with Chris Klemek of Stop100.ca and get on to some more reaction from professionals in the field. Brian Patterson of the Ontario Safety League and OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt will also be able to address what John is talking about, about his perception of not enough enforcement on the highways. Is there anything you want to add, Chris, before we say goodbye for today? Yes, thank you for this opportunity. Jane. Yes, I actually wanted to quickly comment on, on the colors uh, point. Yes, what, what reasonable speeds uh, allow you to do, what reasonable speed limits allow you to do, is actually ask your OPP enforcement to be more selective. Okay? Right now, everybody is a lawbreaker uh, in the eyes of the law. If you set a limit at 125 or 130, then only the 15% of drivers who are exceeding that limit, because there will be only about 15% of drivers, will be able to be targeted by the police, which makes their work so much easier. So Kerry Schmidt, I'm pretty sure, will confirm that. If most people are within the law and only 15% are breaking the law, it is much easier to pull them over with the same number of officers on the ground as we have today. Chris Klimek, thank you for your time. Thank you, Jane. And there's more information on his group's website, stop100.ca. Let's find out what Brian Patterson of the Ontario Safety League thinks about this. Brian is on the line with us now. Uh, Brian, what do you think about the advocating of a higher speed limit, as much as 130 kilometers an hour? Yeah, I I think it's going to lead to additional crashes, uh, speed-related incidents. One of the the issues that I... uh, find with the stop 100 uh, game is it's really just a virtual reality discussion can i find people who want to continue to break the law and then i'll just rationalize why they should be allowed to break the law Uh, at the end of the day the crashes we see on 400 series highways often are related to speed and particularly single vehicle out of control crashes like uh, like your uh, previous caller I, I've driven across Canada and uh, across Europe, and I can uh, I can tell you one of the issues that we don't see on the 400 series highway is a lack of congestion. We have uh, roadways that are very congested, and a and uh, a miss turn or a miss lane change or a failure to respond quickly uh, is what causes some of the chain reaction crashes we have now. I'm quite happy that we have the safest roads in North America. And uh, uh, as the head of the Ontario Safety League, I think we should always endeavour to uh, deal with that. Uh, What about this move that the B.C. government made in 2014 to raise some of their speed limits to 120 kilometres an hour? And it does not appear to have made things more dangerous on their highways. How do you react to that? I, I think it was more of a publicity stunt out there for the Minister of uh, Transportation. BC has never had the safest roads in Canada, let alone in North America. And uh, they s- selected a small, uh, marginally used piece of roadway uh, to uh, announce the test, and uh, it's still underway. So at the, at the end of the day, 
we do comprehensive work on road safety in this province. And uh, the engineers uh, tell us that that's the uh, appropriate way for our highway. You can always find a place that's less safe or has uh, more open rules and regulations than Ontario. And uh, quite frankly, I think if you want to drive on those roads, you should move to those jurisdictions. Bill in Oakville, uh, I think you and Brian Patterson have similar feelings. Go ahead. Oh, turn your radio down, Bill, or turn it off. That would be even better. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. So give us your thoughts on raising the speed limit. Well, I really think it's a dumb idea because, first off, yes, all those people are illegally going fast, but it's not because they think that they can go fast. It's because they're do- getting away with something. These people, if it's 125, 130, will go higher. And a lot of these people aren't even trained to go the speed that they go at now. I'm on the QEW every day going from... Bimbrook to Oakville, and I like this morning, a guy cuts me off, he doesn't even look to change lanes. So if I'm doing 20 clicks faster, how am I not going to hit him up the back end? Yeah, I mean, that, and that's what you're saying, right, Brian, that we drive safer as a public in Ontario as a result of the 100 kilometer an hour limit. Uh, exactly, and I think, uh, you know, we want to maintain that issue of no confusion. So I don't want people thinking for one stretch of the 407, they can go 120, but for the remainder, it's 100. Uh, they're required to drive to the posted limit and be aware of what that is. So uh, I, uh, I have to agree with your uh, caller. We have uh, a lot of people in very congested traffic uh, throughout the, this uh, area, and I think we've posted the speed limits accordingly. The sanctions are set up accordingly. And uh, it wasn't that long ago when uh, Kerry is on, he'll tell you, that 50 kilometers over the limit speeders were, uh, were very frequent on 400 series highways and, uh, and very deadly. So we brought in uh, separate regulation and legislation to deal with them. Oh, right. So, that, that's a good historical fact to bring up. That's right. And when we brought that in, there were 400 less fatalities on Ontario roads year over year. And uh, other than a... a uh, uh, an interesting economics professor who thought it had to do with the price of gas. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think, uh, I think those uh, savings were a direct result of good policy, good engineering, and good enforcement in this province. Brian, thanks for your time today. Thanks again. Have a good day. You too. And we will get to OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt in just a moment, and we'll, we'll go back even farther, further in time to discuss what happened in the 1970s in the U.S. and Canada, which brought the speed limit down. There's another historical perspective on this whole thing about speed limits on Ontario as well. And we take your calls, 416-360-0740, 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. This is turning into a hot button topic. We've got an advocacy for raising the speed limits in Ontario, at least for part of the 407 East Extension, which opens this year. There's a group called uh, Stop100.ca. They think, or they would at least like to see a test of between 120 and 130 kilometers an hour on this new portion of the 407. Uh, OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt joins me in studio now. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. 
What do you think about raising the speed limits, at least in a test zone? Well, that's not our gig. That's not what we do. That's what the government is there for. They're the ones that uh, do the analysis. And I know the Minister of Transportation has said that they've done their analysis and they've chosen to keep the speed limits set as status quo, which is for the most part 100 kilometers per hour on the major 400 series highways. So as as a law enforcement, as the Ontario Provincial Police, we support the rules that are in place right now, and we're not uh, we're not advocating one way or another. We're out there doing enforcement on the existing laws as they stand. There is a concern or there is a perception that it's just the few crazy drivers out there which has provided the need for having a speed limit of 100 100 kilometers an hour, that if you raise the speed limit, the crazy drivers would still be out there and the vast majority of people Mm -hmm. would drive safely. Well, well, who are the crazy drivers? So are those the guys going in excess of the speed limit or are those the the crazy drivers the ones that are actually going below the speed limit? Ah. Because we see both sides of the spectrum. And I know, uh, Chris and all the other folks that we're talking about, everybody's doing 150, 120, 125, up to 100. 27 up to 80 percent or whatever but when i am out on the highway and you can talk to any of our officers if you would take a laser when we're doing speed enforcement and you would target every single vehicle that approaches you in every lane of traffic and there could be three four five six lanes of traffic in different sections of the 401 and or other 400 series highways and you target every car and see how fast they're going you'd be amazed the discrepancy of speed it's not that everybody's doing 120 which is kind of the the misnomer the the misconception that everyone is out there doing 120 their car is doing 80 85 90 95 maybe not as many but I challenge anybody to put their cruise control on 100 kilometers per hour and see how long it takes for you to bump into someone who's going slower than you, and it will not take long. If you're in the left lane, it may take you a little bit longer because people are uh, typically going faster in there, and that's the passing lane. Uh, but I think one of the big issues that we see is lane discipline. If if we had better lane discipline across all 400 series highways, the people would actually move to the right and only move to the left or, ter- or come out to pass. I, I think we'd have a lot more efficient flow of traffic because a lot of people believe it's their uh, their right that they can set their uh, vehicle on cruise at 120 go park it in the left lane and uh, and that's and now they're Mr. Law Enforcement or Mrs. Law Enforcement because no one should have to go faster than 120 because that's how fast I've chosen to go. And so now everybody who wants to go 121 or more is now frustrated because this person is is controlling that lane and keep right except the pass and that's part of uh, highway traffic act legislation as well and that causes road rage and and all kinds of aggressive driving because now we have cars passing on the inside and and, and that causes to all kinds of heartache and crashes and problems never mind the speeding so there are so many more aspects that need to be addressed within this than just raise the speed limit and then everybody's going to be happy because we're going to have that that uh, speed differential. And so for for cars that are going 130 and they come across a car that's doing 100 or 110 even in the left lane, now they got to slow down and if they're impatient, they're either going to try to tailgate and push that car out of the way, which causes which is which is aggressive driving, which you could could result you in a stunt driving charge. There's there's many different uh, definitions of what a stunt actually defines as. It's not just going 50 kilometers or more over the speed limit or racing with another car. There's so many other uh, variations of what uh, qualifies you to be charged for stunt driving. And and I think if people all understood, understood the whole scope of what's happening out on the highways 
anybody can drive a car fast and straight. Look, think about the season we're in right now. Motorcycles are going to be out there, and these things can go 300 kilometers per hour. And straight as an arrow, gyroscopic precession and all this stuff, you're going to, you, those things are incredibly stable until you get your speed wobble or until uh, the dog runs in front of you or the car makes a left turn. And that's where now you're going that fast. You're going, if, if you're going crazy speeds, the meters per second and, and the deceleration that you're going to experience in a collision is what causes you the trauma. It's not going fast. Uh, fast doesn't cause crashes. But, well, it, it, it's kind of a, a way of... Uh, it's a two-pronged... It's there, a there, there's so many yeah. aspects to it. Kilometers. The bottom line is that we're all driving together on the 400 series highways. Exactly. And we all have to adhere to what society thinks is acceptable. And that's why we're having this conversation. Should the government rethink the idea of a 100-kilometer-an-hour speed limit? Moses in Hamilton, uh, you're next here on Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. What do you think? You got to turn your radio down, Moses. Go ahead. Can you hear me well right there? Yeah, I sure can. Okay, excellent. I'm a traffic engineer here in uh, in Ontario, and actually, I'm completely and disagree with the with this the guys trying to do right now. It will be absolutely not safe. And I'm gonna tell you guys uh, from the point of view of an engineer, right? When we designed the roads, we designed highways and freeways to a, to a higher speed than the posted speed limit. Yes, that's what Chris was telling us from uh, the Stop100.ca group. Yes. So design speed is differently than posted speed. I'm going to explain to you this really quick. Design speed is, uh, is an imaginary, imaginary lane that we put on, on a highway, meaning the car will Try to go until that point, but then it's not going to be safe to drive on that point, right? Our highways are completely different than the United States highways. We don't have the elevation on the roads, and most likely here in Ontario because we have winter time, right? And on the winter time, all our roads they they get frozen, or, or we have a lot of snow on the road, mm-hmm. right? So the elevation creates a the elevation creates now a, a critical point when you're driving. If we have too much elevation, the car the cars will slide over, right? Right. If but are you have... just so we can get to the point quickly, Moses? Are you saying that as a result of the highways being designed for higher speeds, that we should have a higher limit posted on most of the 400 series highways? Uh, absolutely not. Not so okay. Then, then we're going to have to train all the drivers to teach them. How, how much space do you need from driver one to driver two, right? How much space do you need for uh, just to hit your brakes? You're going to need so many seconds to, to not hit the person in front of you, right? Right. Okay, be- thank you for your call. Let's get on to uh, Al and Kitchener, just because this is hot-button topic here. We've got a lot of interest in this topic today. Al, go ahead. Uh, you're calling from Kitchener, and you's, you're going to reference something that we had in the 70s. Al, you so, there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> back in the 70s, when, when I started driving, back in the 60s and 70s, the speed limit on the uh, 401 was 60 miles an hour and 70 miles an hour. And, and then, of course, they, they cut it back to, and, and I don't think, uh, and that was a good speed, by the way. You could drive 70 and just move along the 401. 
and or if you wanted to drive 60, you could drive 62. But but today's drivers, they are driving faster. I, I know when I go up north, I I set my cruise control at 115, and I and I just cruise along at at 115. Sometimes I go a little faster. Oh, 115. I thought you said 150. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was no, going to no, say no, you're no. going to be in no, trouble. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Well, you know, it's funny what you're saying, Al, and we have a lot of Zoomer listeners uh, out there, and I remember this from the 70s as well. Tom Cordina in Unionville sent an email this morning because we were talking about it on the Happy Gang, mm-hmm. and he was reminding us that we had a 70-mile-an-hour limit on the 400 series highways in 74 until 76 when we went metric. And we abandoned the 70 miles an hour in response to President Richard Nixon and his Congress (laughs) in response to what was known as the oil crisis of 1973. Of course, I remember my parents constantly saying, turn off the lights. We're running out of we're running out of energy. Uh, And they imposed the the 55 mile an hour limit. Now, their rate, their speed limit has gone back up. But ours settled in when we went to metric at 100 kilometers an hour, which is 62 miles an hour. And, and the uh, the one comment was made that our roads are congested. Well, you know, you're not going to do 120 miles or 120 kilometers an hour if the traffic is backed up. You're going to you're going to reduce your speed and, and drive accordingly. But when the when the uh, traffic opens up and and you're sailing along, you just increase it up to your cruising speed of 100. 115 or 120, and you just cruise along. And what do you and, think and, about that, um, OPP Sergeant Schmidt? Like, do we want to encourage people to be going at 115 or 120? I mean, you're pulling them over and giving tickets. Which absolutely, and, and for the most part, when we see drivers that are going in excess of the speed limit, going faster than the the major than the group of cars, like typically, I will find out what what the average speed is uh, before I start charging or before I start pulling over vehicles, because. Again, just looking at different areas, even in the city, there's different speed limits for different roads and different times. And you'll you'll see even highways, they'll go from 80 to 90 to 100, back to 90, maybe in, in, a, in a residential area, or maybe there's uh, more driveways or more intersections. And you're always having to adjust your driving. And then re- realize there's also advisory speeds on curves and ramps, uh, going up Highway 11, up to the cottage. You'll, you'll come around to Gravenhurst, and all of a sudden, there's an advisory speed that you need to slow down. Now, that's an advisory speed. That's not the legal limit of, of what... You, I can't charge you for going over 60 kilometers per hour on this curve or 70 kilometers per hour uh, because that's it's just an advisory warning people mm-hmm. to slow down. And like the engineer was talking about, the, the design speeds, like an airplane, uh, it might be designed to withstand... F- 30 G's or whatever, but it's only going to be rated for 10 G's so that once you reach uh, 10 G's, you know there's still lots of margin left. We don't want people to be driving at the absolute limit. When we do a collision involving uh, uh, a curve, we'll look at the critical curve speed. We'll measure the critical curve. We'll look at the slipperiness of the road and see how fast this car was going around this curve and how fast you could technically go around this curve before you'd actually lose control, depending on the road surface condition and the tires and right. so on. Right, and we, and we see that with the big transport truck warnings exactly. as well that the, that goes uh, from the eastbound 401 onto the 400. Exactly. That's where a lot of tractor trailers have tipped over as you a result. You see that tipping truck, and, and yeah. you... And you, and you uh, uh, hopefully you take that into consideration. Yes. The speed limit, by definition, is still 100 kilometers per hour. But if you're driving a truck that's got a high load on it, you're going to go over. Yeah. And even a car, you're not going to be able to make that curve depending on the condition. So there, there, there's so many issues around 
the speed and the rate of speed. And it's not the speed itself that's going to cause the crash. But now, let's say you have the HOV lanes here where cars are going a lot faster in the HOV lane and slower in the through lanes. And if someone merges inappropriately and they cross over the lines when they're not supposed to be, and they don't anticipate this car coming at such a, a high closing speed, these people aren't stepping on the gas and flooring it like a racetrack. If you want to have your thrills, go to a track and you can fly as fast as you want in a controlled environment where you know the conditions. And so we're going to be out there patrolling and enforcing the speed limits as they are, but we need everybody to do their part because it is a community of drivers out there and you all need to get along and, that, and, that and is, you need to work together. That is the last word from OPP Sergeant <laughs> Kerry Schmidt. Great advice. If you want to race, go, go to a track Absolutely. where it's sanctioned. <laughs> Otherwise, society is at this point telling us that 100 kilometers an hour is what we should be driving. That could change. I mean, the conversation could provoke change for the Ontario government, but at the moment, that is the law. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.